0: If you've got a bit of a nagging shoulder or some little aches and pains when you're doing things over your head, sometimes it doesn't really require surgery. I'm not talking about the kind of pain where you're like, "Ah, I got to get this thing looked at. But 10 minutes a day, you can really go and get a lot of results in range of motion and alleviate some of your pain. And I'm going to walk you through a couple exercises and stretches that you can put together every single day, maybe before work, when you get off of work, maybe even during your lunch break that can go a long ways. The first one you got to warm up a little bit, so just do some simple arm circles. You have your arms out to the side, start small, and then get a little bit bigger as you go. And what that's going to do is it just kind of gets everything moving. If you're a little sore and you have pain like that in the, the top side of your shoulder, you may start getting a little bit of a sensation. So stay nice and slow. You don't have to whip them you around. think it's
1: good to try to alternate that, maybe palms up, palms down? Yeah, handshake yeah, position. For,
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, if you go out in a neutral position, you can do all those things in different positions as well. Put your palms up, put your palms down, go through the small ones into the big. So you should maybe do like three to four revolutions as you start getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And as you get them loose, you go forwards and then you do some in reverse as well. Shouldn't take you but a couple seconds, maybe 25 seconds. Go forward, go in reverse. It's just a simple little warm-up. Remember, this thing's 10 minutes. So you're going to just move on to the next exercise Size pretty darn quick now this next one's a little bit funky that probably everyone is going to do wrong so if you're just listening to this make sure that you check out the video footage because form is going to be pretty important. What you're going to be doing is what's called scap loading. You want to also incorporate your neck. So a lot of people are okay with the idea of pulling their shoulders down. Oh yeah, cool. No problem. I can do that. The problem is, is they leave their head so far forward because that's what they do in everyday posture. Your head is always forward. That's not really what you want to do. You want to kind of load your neck up sink your neck back, and then you'll bring your elbows down as tight as you can to your sides. And you're literally going to squeeze if you You have
1: that feels so odd when you do that. I think that's why people tend to lean a little bit forward, that's more of a natural position.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you want to get away from that because the shoulder, all those muscles in your neck run down your shoulder. Well, not all of them, but you've got muscles and tendons and all these types of nerves that run down into your shoulder. So we want to get everything really lined up during the scap load. And what that's going to do is it's going to just warm the things up in the proper alignment. A lot of times you'll find really sharp pain points and you get that in the warm up where you're like, ah, that's what we need to work today. You know, that, that's the spot. That's what you're searching for as you begin this workout. So pull your chin back, load your scap, and then you'll drop your elbows down. And you almost want to squeeze your elbows to your sides, but your focal point should be in your shoulder blades. You want to be taking them down and together, not just together. So it's not pulling your elbows back, it's back and then down. And if you have a lot of tension in your neck, you'll actually feel this in your traps and almost up into the lower portions of your neck. That's okay. Just don't squeeze down quite so hard if it's uncomfortable for you. But you just want to start trying to get those warmed up. So you hold down for three to five seconds, bring them up a little bit, let that neck come out just a smidge. And then you'll load it all up again, pull the chin back, Pull down. And after about five or six of those, you're going to feel you're you're feeling pretty good. You're a little warmed up got blood flow in the area. And then we're going to move over to a simple stretch. If you've got a belt, a towel, I use ballistic bands, it's a lot easier, I just use uh, attached to a squat rack, right? You put your wrist through there. So you're not worried about such a tight grip because you just want to have it centralized around your wrist because the focal point is going to be stretching your shoulders. You'll bend over at the waist, back off of it a little bit, and your arm is going to be going above your head. Sometimes that shoulder has got some sneaky things in it. It's not just where the pain point is, like most things in your body. You get pain points from boulders, knots, and tension built up in other areas, inflammation in the joint, then causes all this pain. So what you want to do is you want to stretch your lat, so in this section here, you're letting your arm really lengthen out and see if you've got any balled-up tension in your lat. A lot of times you'll get this knot right at the bottom side of your lat that can affect your shoulder a little bit. So if you have that, you're going to find that in that specific stretch. Do both arms, and the next thing you're going to do is you're going to get into a hang. I'm I,
1: huge. No, just real quick here. Yeah. I'm, am I – trying to target the pain or am I sort of trying to target the muscle groups around
0: the pain? Well, here we're still in stretch mode. So you're kind of trying to feel like what's really holding me back. And a lot of these types of stretches, like the hang and this stretch, you'll feel a moment of release. When you lay back, everything kind of sits bound up. You feel tight. You sit in it, you kind of pull back just a little bit, let your mass move away from it, and all of a sudden you find your arm gets about four inches longer. Everything starts stretching out, and that's when you might find a little bit of tension in your lat, as I said, or on the back side of your shoulder that runs around. You'll feel that quite a bit as you let that joint loosen. So th- with that exercise or that stretch, you want it to be a little bit longer duration, similar to the hang You're going to stretch it for about 20 seconds. It's not really going to release. Sometimes that takes upwards of 20 to 40 seconds, and all of a sudden you start feeling that arm get really, really long. Your rhomboids are loosening up right in the middle of your back. The backside of your shoulder starts to get a little longer. Sometimes you even feel it in your collarbone a little bit as your shoulder kind of releases. So that's where you want to take that stretch, all the way into that really lengthening position.
1: There have been times that i found myself, if you feel that tweak, you, maybe you stop And I think you just kind of got to back off a little bit and ease into it. Because like you said, once you get to that stretch point, now all of a sudden it starts to feel pretty good.
0: Yeah, the first time you ever do this, you may find that it's, oh, this is a little little overwhelming. So listen to your body a little bit. If getting really long there and and trying to, you don't force the stretch, it should happen. So if it requires two or three sets for you, the first couple times you do this little 10 minute workout, just do them. It might be a little bit longer than 10 minutes for you. But as it begins to loosen up, It's kind of like if you've ever been to a chiropractor, it seems like when you go in there, the first time you walk out, like you just were a beat dog. <laughs> you're, you're like, what? Snap, crackle, pop. Yeah, here, what in dude? the world was that? You feel a little funny for a couple hours afterwards. And then if you're rehabbing any kind of an injury that you're using a chiropractic kind of appointment for, you find that like in a month or two, all of a sudden those treatments, you don't feel funny at all. Everything seems to be more in place. You're going to have the similar sensation with this type of a stretch. You'll get that lengthening thing. You know, if it really stretches you out, it might be a little uncomfortable. So ease into it. You know, week two, week three, you might find that this 10 minute routine becomes more of 10 minutes if you have so much tension. I think up. that's
1: why you got to maintain the consistency and trust the process and you keep doing it. Oh, it if works.
0: you if you have any kind of pain, and you're not working on it on a daily basis, you, you're pretty much signing up to keep it. And a lot of times, even when things heal, your muscle fibers heal in in improper versions, Most everything's supposed to be in line, your, your muscle fibers have to be long and flexible. And that's what those knots are in your body. You're doing too much typing, you're leaning forward, you're doing this, you're doing that, all of a sudden you get this boulder in your trap. But what it is, is it's fatigue, the muscles get a little tension, they can get a little balled up. And if you don't really work to get those things straightened out and stretched and lengthened, you're just going to run around with a little bit of nagging pain, the rubber band isn't long enough. So if the rubber bands not long enough, it's pulling on things when it pulls on things, it hurts, get inflammation, joints hurt. So a lot of these things, you want to be actively addressing them. Let's get into the hang, the hang is going to be uh, I've recommended this quite a bit over the last couple months, it has become imperative for me to hang for back shoulder health. Um, But definitely your shoulders, it's a bit of a game changer. If you have tension in your traps, or you have that backside of your shoulder thing going on, you will be surprised at what your shoulders feel like after you embrace hanging. It is pretty shocking to see how you feel. And just like the band stretch low, when you hang, use a squat rack. Do not use one of those uh, pull-up bars on a door frame. I'm telling you, you're going to wreck your house. You just, I don't know how anybody that. You need something pretty sturdy. <laughs> so if you have got a bad shoulder, if you've got a bad neck, you've got tension in your traps – Hanging can be one of the best things you ever do. So just invest in a real pull-up bar and stick it in your basement somewhere. You can get a squat rack. Anything that you need that you can physically hang your mass from that doesn't destroy your home. That's what you need. Once you get...
1: You know, you get good and stretched out. You feel you feel pretty good. Then you do that hang. It feels really good. And, man, it, I think it's a game changer for people.
0: Well, I put it down the list because it, it, it's not an exercise that feels really great right out of the gate. You kind of want to warm up just a little bit so everything's moving. But what you'll do is I use wrist straps because my forearms have always been the weakest link. I think I get tendonitis easier than anybody in the whole entire (laughs) world from all my years of baseball. So I use wrist straps to hang so that I can get into some longer durations. There are weightlifting straps. Anybody can use them or you can just use your bare grip. It's it's whatever you're into. But if you find that your hands and your forearms are failing, you know, it's kind of nice to not have to deal with that while you're just trying to stretch your shoulders and back.
1: Now, do you think it's effective, let's say that, Somebody feels weak or they are weak, that maybe you sort of hang, but you keep your feet on the floor?
0: Yes, exactly. So for most people, and even myself, I weigh about 220 pounds. So when I hang 220 pounds, just fresh out of the gate, numero uno first rep, and I really let everything lengthen out, because that's what the hang's doing. It's not like a pull up where you're holding your mass locked in and engaged. You're literally going to hang and let everything get longer. All of a sudden, you feel your bones getting separated you feel your shoulders roll you feel your lats everything kind of releases so it's not most people they weigh too much for this exercise especially if they're not used to it so keep your feet on the floor when you set up your squat bar or your squat rack get a stool if it's too high if you're going to install it I highly recommend being able to keep your feet on the floor you can always bend them if you get into pull-ups later in life But you want to be able to utilize a high anchor position and be able to use your feet. Now, get your body nice and even out of the hang. You don't want to be far forward. You don't want to be behind it because we want all the bones to go down, right? You want a vertical position. So you can do that in a split position or just bending your knees slightly and sitting in a chair, you can also get there like that. I actually do all three, I'll sit in a chair for a second, I'll split my legs, because I can feel the difference in the tension in my lower back. And then I'll switch to the other side, so that my hips kind of have that slight little movement from the other split position. And it just kind of loosens me up a little bit more. So you'll hang for long durations. Oftentimes, I would love to tell you it's only one set, but you're probably going to need two. that's what I've kind of come to because the first one feels as though every everything's getting a little bit longer. And by the time I start stretching, I'm beginning to get a little fatigued, like my body feels like, just stand up for a minute, would you give me a sec? So you stand up, you give it a sec, you walk around a little bit, you come back. And when you come on your second one, let me tell you, you're instantly going to feel the lengthening, take kind of a slight mid breath in. And then exhale hard, and you'll feel everything get really, really long. But do not hold the weight in your lats or your traps. You're literally going to let it lengthen you really, really long. You'll feel it. And when you get up, your collarbones kind of feel a little funky if your grip's too narrow. So make sure they're a little neutral, and then let it stretch you.
1: Well, do you have any other options if I don't have an overhead bar? I'm not always going to be around a squat rack. I mean...
0: Uh, unfortunately, how can I do that? yeah. Unfortunately, I feel like if you have a shoulder, neck, or back issue, you just need to you you need something to utilize. So sure. solve the problem. Um, if you're looking at just hanging here and there, you can use playground equipment. You could use, uh, you know, you can do stuff from a lower mounted po- position, bent over. But I'm telling you, like it, it's just you got to make a commitment. If you have these types of things that are bothering you all the time, this will fix them. So I mean, how
1: often should I? should I do
0: this. In this routine we're doing this thing every day. I You're going to go through 10 okay. minutes if you got a wonky shoulder, guess what? You're on the rehab train basically. Uh-huh. You got to get that thing functioning right. It should be your warm up for the day, how you move around. If you've never incorporated like a 10-minute kind of warm upy stretch thing in your day, I promise you you'll feel so much better if you spend 10 minutes in the morning getting your bones moving. It, it can really make a big difference. So you'll move through the hang, you'll you'll get it through, you you do your two of them or whatever, lengthen out the time, you'll know when to stop. I know that sounds silly, but you'll know. No, like your you'll, body will talk to you. Yeah, your body's like, man, okay, stand up already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you'll know. It's not like five minutes, ten minutes. You know, you're probably going to be in the 30-40 second range to you get a little bit better. And then as you get a little bit better, you find that almost into a minute, minute and a half, oh, man, I'm like, I'm getting long. These arms are moving.
1: Well, I think that point where you made that it's going to start to feel pretty good, it's also going to start to say, I think I've had enough.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you'll know when. And like I said, it's something you're going to be doing every day. So don't overdo any of these. It's not really necessary. Now we're going to get into a little bit of the blood flow Strengthening side of things. If you've never used resistance bands to work on your shoulder, these movements are very specific. You should do them in a certain way, and you're going to feel that your shoulder gets more burn than you've probably ever felt before. But don't be turned off by that. This isn't like a, a bodybuilding thing where you're just bench pressing everything, and that burn means bad. The burn is ultimate crazy level blood flow. So you're going to use a light resistance bands and you're going to move through a couple different exercises and it's going to start burning. And that's good. That's what you want. So the first exercise, you're going to take a straight arm and move off a mounted position. You can use resistance bands like our fusion cables. You can use our KV power bands and clip them on something. If you have some mounted features already set up in your home. If not, I would highly recommend checking those out because Uh, They're very easy to use in your home. You set up a little workout station, and now you're good to go. Nonetheless, you've got your light resistance band, probably a level two or a level three, depending on your strength level. And what you're going to do is you're going to keep your arm nice and straight. These are all quick. We're going 10 minutes. You're just doing this every day. That's the goal. It's not five sets of 10. It's not all those things. You're going to go through this one time. Arms are straight. You're going to move it out laterally across your body. Okay. As you resist, it's three second counts on the way in the key features here in all of these shoulders exercises are putting your scap in the correct location. So what is your scap? It's your scapula, it's your shoulder blades, it's what's behind your back. So what you're going to do is you're going to set your chin, how it's supposed to be not leaning forward, set it up how it's supposed to be roll your shoulders back have incredibly great posture even though you're never in it because we want it to sit right for our shoulder to target the muscles properly so when you sit up you're going to load the scap tuck the neck now i'm ready to go i'm going to sit sideways to my mounted position and i'm going to go out Lateral with my body, just to there, and I'm going to resist one, two, three on the way back. Always the decelerations, and that's when big-time burn sets in. If you've got too heavy of a band, and you're three reps in, and you're miserable, guess what? You should use a little less resistance. Now, do you
1: think that one grip is better than another, meaning a handle versus just taking the band in your hand?
0: Uh, personally for the shoulder exercises, I would be using a handle. You're going to be okay. able to get in a better position on the rotations that we'll be doing in a minute. So this will be a neutral grip. You're not going to hold it like, uh, in a flat hand. You'll be in a neutral grip. Sort of a grip.
1: handshake grip then.
0: Yep. Up and down. That, okay. that That's what we mean by neutral. So you'll go okay. through, you'll yeah. get about, I would say 15 repetitions, nice and easy, spin your butt around and then do the other side. Okay. You're moving through it pretty quick. Always set the chin and the scap first, 15 repetitions, one, two, three on the way back. Then you're going to face the mount. Your mount should be about belt high, not low, not high, belt high. You'll be sitting off to the side. You don't want the anchored position to be directly in your belly button. You kind of want it towards the arm that you're going to be doing. Set your elbow up on a shelf, and you're going to externally rotate. Everyone will do this wrong, probably if you've never done it. Okay, so... You set the chin, set the scap, pull them back, put the elbow back. Now the one thing that everyone will do is they'll leave their arm forward because it just, you don't think to get it back. You wanna try to make your body like a T all the way across, arm to arm. That position is where you will externally rotate. You will go up and you will go down. You will probably need less resistance if you chose too much for the straight arm pull. The straight arm pull is always gonna be a stronger exercise. It's not required that you use a lot of weight in it, right? So you may find that you chose the wrong level for that exercise. Make sure that you get the right level for this exercise. Because what you'll do is you kind of get this thing where you're pulling your hand towards your face. Then you're thinking you're externally rotating. You're not. Your elbow should be in an L. You're literally rotating up. You're literally rotating up.
1: Is that a just up and down or? Pause at some point. Yeah, so you'll
0: take it here, and then you're going three-second count on the way down. Take it up, three-second count on the the way down. So the resistance
1: on the way down, but, I mean, slow resistance, not as much on the way
0: up. And the hand will stay on a shelf the entire way. You're not going to let the elbow drop. The elbow is the the guide of the exercise. So when you get it set up there correctly, leave it there, externally rotate, and then bring it down with a three second count. It's going to be a funny exercise, but the elbow for new people is going to be going all over the place. You're going to be dropping it low. You're going to be kind of doing like a a rowing motion. So that's what you should do is really pay attention to your elbow. And just like sports training, the cameras are pretty freaking easy to use these days. Mm -hmm. Set up a camera on a tripod and film this exercise. And make sure you're doing it right. You know, if someone can't literally watch you do it and tell you, I think your elbow's a little low, you want it in line with your shoulder. So it might be an effective way for you to understand whether you're doing it correctly. I now, find
1: myself thinking I was doing it right. And then when I look at the video, I'm like, "Nah." Well, it's, I, it, I got some work.
0: It kind of turns into this row, well, like a yeah. like a odd little row movement if you're not used to it. But you really want to rotate. Um, The lighter the resistance, the easier it will be to stay in line. So if you're struggling to keep your elbow up and then do that external rotation, lighten the load. But again, remember that mounted position is near your belt. So there should be a slight angle coming up.
1: That's about maybe 40, not 45, a little bit less than that.
0: Yeah, I don't have my... Protractor is that the right one <laughs> it 's been a long time since i 've been in geometry, but you just want it to be slightly at a, a lower pitch so okay. that it hits the shoulder but right? not
1: below the waist, pretty much waist high
0: if If you get too low it it 's an odd feeling when you externally rotate all the way to the top i don 't find it to be nearly as effective, okay. so put it about right about the belt um, after that you 've done the external rotations you 're feeling pretty good you 're going to turn sideways after you do both arms and you 're going to do a similar style motion. Uh, in a sideways position, and you're going to be externally rotating. Now, this is kind of a funky position to be in. It can be effective if you do it right, but if you don't, which most people that I watch do this exercise, always seem to do things that take it out of your shoulder. It's kind of an odd position. So you want to stand up with really good posture, and you might even get you a beach towel, stick it high under your armpit. If you're not used to the exercise, this one kind of foolproofs it, and makes it a lot easier to do. If you've done it before, you don't really need a towel because you understand the position. But if you load up a a big towel under your armpit, it holds the arm in a proper position to where when you're sitting sideways and you start externally rotating, you literally are externally rotating. So
1: should I come sort of almost into the chest or, or leave it a little bit out
0: here? So you want it to be high in your armpit. It's not a prop for your elbow. It's way in your armpit so that it puts your elbow at a neutral position with a little bit of love between here.
1: So just more like normal and then go from there, not trying to bring it Correct. In too tight.
0: Yep, and the movement will be small. It'll be from in front of you to as far as you can externally rotate, to in front of you as far as you can externally rotate. And
1: it's okay to go sort of past maybe what I would call parallel a little bit, or just as far as you can take it it out without chicken winging. And what I mean
0: by chicken winging is when you have this here, you'll squeeze it. Well, guess what happens when you chicken wing? Uh It falls. Okay. So what you'll do is that towel is a good indication that you're doing it properly. So as long as the muscles can actually externally rotate, you're going to be fine. Everything's working right. But if you don't have the towel there, and you've never done this before, you kind of do this little thing where you, you drop your Side, right? Because I want it to go out farther, right? It's an exercise. I want to get full range of motion. So you kind of do this little torque with your body and you reach with your hand, and all of a sudden it's not really in the shoulder how we wanted it in the shoulder. So use that towel so you understand that's external rotation, come back, external rotation. And again, you're flying through these now. 15 repetitions, straight arm, got the upward uh, external rotation. Now you're doing the external rotation from the bottom. If you're alternating arms, you're giving yourself just a little bit of break on that previous arm. And it's going to start recovering a little bit to start the next exercise. But overall, by this point in your exercise, you're going to start feeling constant burn. And that's what you want. You're trying to strengthen the muscles, but yet bring a crap load of blood flow to the area so that it can kind of start getting the That's a little nagging. bit of healing process. Yeah, yeah. You, you want that to occur. You want to really try to get a bunch of blood flow in the area so that it begins feeling better. The final exercise I would do is you're going to move that mounted position down low and you want it to be still a light resistance band. It's a pretty straight arm, but I find that a little bend in the elbow in this position feels a little better on the joint. You're going to be sideways and you're going to do a straight arm pull, but at a higher angle. So it'll be down low and you'll raise it up high. Elbow comes near the chin or eye level and then the hand will be above your head. You don't want to take it above cross your body, a big indication that you're doing a resistance band exercise wrong is if you always have the tube wrapping around your chest. It, it's not necessary. As soon as you do that, you're turning off the muscles you're trying you're, to work You've
1: totally gotten away from the muscles you're trying to target. So now is that when you say down low? Is that about like? ankle? Ankle level? Yeah, okay. about
0: ankle, shin. And then you'll come up, and you're going to resist it one, two, three on the way down. And once again, 15 reps. Keep it nice and easy. You're going to feel like your your arms are definitely burning now, and, and you've got a full, great warm-up. But we've worked all the muscles in the right way to bring in as much blood flow as we can to the shoulder. We've stretched it. We've got some range of motion. And the final stretch you want to do is one that is quite uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> and you saved that for last. Yeah, or?
0: well— it, it, Me personally, I don't really like this stretch before resistance band work because it kind of is a little bit of an odd feeling. But if you've got a healthy shoulder that just kind of naggy and you've got tightness in places, most of the time it's just a range of motion issue. And this exercise or stretch can really help you. I actually do this in the shower every single day. That's my routine of like I do this in the shower. But if you have an extra pain going on, you got to really get in this sequence to where you're trying to alleviate that type of pain. So what you do is you grab a towel t shirt, anything that's a little bit long, if you're still into tube socks, grab one, you throw it over your back, you grab the sock down low or or the towel, whatever you're choosing to use, and you're going to slide your hand up your back and stand with great posture, amazing posture. Get your shoulders up, sit your head right, you'll pull the resistance into the body, you'll lay that arm down for the full stretch, and then you will exhale. And I, think if,
1: I think if you ever did that one first, you'd realize why you put that as the last one. You re, you're You're going to feel that tweak nasty if you start off with yeah that.
0: i mean i've been around so many guys that have had shoulder surgery and gone to the top level doctors wherever i was in cities playing ball to fix their shoulders and without a doubt when the guy comes back from surgery he's got this full rehabilitation protocol that he's supposed to stick to and i can remember vividly in junior college there was a guy um, he was our left fielder and he couldn't throw the ball second base out of nowhere he just he couldn't get it there. His arm was completely healed. There was nothing wrong with it, and he's like, oh, I guess I messed this thing up. He goes back to the doctor. This doctor had done all kinds of work with professional pitchers. He's the real deal, right? And the one thing that he has to come back like, hey, what do he say? You know, what he what what he say? Uh, he had me do the uh, upside down stretch. You know, not real professional. We don't know all the <laughs> terms and everything. No, he's like, yeah, he did that one upside down stretch in my range of motion. He put his hand back there and he couldn't get it any higher than his butt. Couldn't get it any higher on that side. Other side, all the way up, no problem. He said, "Why aren't you doing your stretches? Start doing that stretch every single day. It's going to change everything. You, you've you've got too much tension, and you need to release the shoulder in this stretch. And I believe it or not, kid you not. Four days later, mm. everything completely back to normal. It's it's it, you got too much tension in that shoulder, and it just can become a knife. And this stretch I have found. I mean, what I don't even know. That was fifteen years ago. So." What you do for this stretch is you throw it over, you stand up straight with great posture, and you slide that hand up just to where you're on the edge of the spot of where it's uncomfortable. You're not getting into like amazing, crazy pain. If you find that sitting your hand on your butt, it already hurts, lower it down a little bit and leave the sock out of the equation or, or leave the towel out of the equation until that thing loosens up a little bit. But... That's why your shoulder hurts. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like the writing's on the wall. So you'll pull it up. You'll exhale. When you exhale, you're going to let your whole body sag. (sighs) And when you do that, you will feel an extreme amount of tension in your shoulder. And then when you let the towel go, you're going to slide your hand down your back nice and slow and let it sit there because it's going to feel like you broke it. It's going to feel very weak. And in a couple seconds, it's going to start coming back. But again, remember, you're not going to go too crazy here. This stretch is pretty intense if you are miserably tight. So don't get crazy. It's okay if it's down by the bottom of your butt and the other arm is between your shoulder blades. It's okay. Give it a couple weeks. Stick to a bit of a regimen. And if your arm begins to slide up and get more and more range of motion and your pain starts going away or that nagging feeling going is going away, Voila, <laughs> you're in the game. Well, now,
1: that's, this is definitely one that I do. As you know, I play a lot of softball. Yeah. I Anytime I'm going to play ball, that's one that I make sure I do. Well,
0: it's, it's kind of crazy too because when you're throwing in that specific movement, if you're throwing an awful lot and you overdo it, I guarantee you the next day, if you're not playing, you know, when you're in the mix and you're playing weekly, you're playing five, six days a week, you're throwing a lot, you don't really get that overuse thing unless you really extend yourself. But as you get a little bit older and if you're doing recreational style stuff, if you throw one time on a Saturday for five hours, I promise you that stretch is going to roast you the next day. It's just, You know what I mean? It, just, it really does uh, affect the range of motion quite a bit. And if you get the range of motion back, you'll find – most likely that your pain kind of goes away too. So utilize this sequence. That's it. That's the uh, the full sequence. It should literally take you about 10 minutes a day. And it should start feeling a lot better. If some of these exercises are kind of throwing you through the wall or you feel super, you know, like a lightning bolt. If you feel any of that kind of stuff, obviously quit doing it. Don't go through that full range of motion. You may actually have a problem. You know, you may need to see a doctor. You may need to see what you did to it. But, you know, if you're a weekend warrior and you are you love your recreational sport or even if you're a pitcher and you're trying to find ways to get – blood flow, range of motion. Blood flow, range of motion. That's the protocol. Get your body back in action. Drink tons of water, and I think you'll start finding uh, – yeah, it doesn't hurt quite so bad. It's always a good thing. Yeah, so if you need any of the bands or anything in this video, uh, we always recommend kbandstraining.com. got all types of resistance bands that can kind of help you set this thing up at home. But the squat rack, those types of things, you're going to have to go find you one. Don't use those door jam things. You're going to rip your house apart.